0: And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hello. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. That's right, Chewing the Fat. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to start today by apologizing. Uh, I normally like to, you know, kick off the show with uh, something uplifting and happy, but today I I want to kick it off with an apology. Yesterday was World Oceans Day, and we here at chewing the fat and even in my own personal home area failed to celebrate world oceans day and we didn't put up a tree we didn't put up a pool we didn't do any. we didn't throw a straw we didn't pick up any anything in to celebrate world oceans day and I want to apologize for that I'll try better next year I did go out late last night and turn on my hose and create a big puddle in my backyard and you know I, I forgot to take a picture but we created our own little ocean and we had a little family celebration but i don't think that was good enough so i'm sorry we did have someone uh celebrate though uh world oceans day kathy sullivan becomes the first woman to go to Challenger Deep. She's been to the International Space Station and now she's been to Challenger Deep, which is the deepest part or believed to be the deepest part of the Earth, the deepest point in the ocean. If you, uh, I mean, but she's been to the space station. She and then she completed her historic dive yesterday to the uh, challenger deep she's like the first she's the first woman to reach the deepest point point. Okay. and she's like the eighth person to reach the bottom of challenger deep okay which is uh like uh i don't want to tell you how far it is because you don't know well i'll just use an example for you okay all right so if you were to put mount everest set mount everest into challenger deep you'd still have over a mile to go before you could see it. It would still be under. We have to go down more than a mile to get to the top of Mount Everest if you were to set Mount Everest at the bottom of Challenger Deep.
1: And who is in charge of, who is doing this mission? Is it NASA? Is it NOAA? Who's (laughs) doing this?
0: (laughs) It's just some Ezos company.
1: Okay. Because I just want to point out that that is... uh, It's
0: it's EYOS Expeditions.
1: Okay. I just want to point out that they're racist. I just want to Why? point that out.
0: Why? Isn't she a white woman? Oh, well, yeah. Sorry. So it doesn't
1: count. So history was Kathy not made.
0: Sullivan. Yeah. yeah.
1: So no, it doesn't count. In, In today's fact, world, the- that does not count. Nothing happened. So with her going down to the Challenger <sighs> Deep and going to the space station and then being one of eight and as a female, no longer qualify to be part of history.
0: As far as I could tell, too, uh... I, I don't know this for a fact, but the names that were given to me of the people who have gone to Challenger Deep, and this was going to sound racist, so I, I, you know this is this is Chris Cruz talking, not Jeff Fisher. Uh, they did not sound like they were people of color.
1: P.O.C.s.
0: Yeah, uh, the first two were Don Walsh and Jacques Picard.
1: Oh wait. I know. Is, is that I the guy from the card. Is is that Is that a real person or a character from a <laughs> TV show on CBS All Access?
0: And and another person that went to the deep was a uh, James Cameron. Wait. So is
1: Titanic going
0: to be filmed yes. on
1: there? now?
0: Yeah, yes.
1: Now, I know you you talked about perspective of Mount Everest and you still have another mile to go to, you know, to see the top of Mount Everest. That's pedestals. correct. Is that where the Titanic is? No. Okay.
0: No, it is not. No, Titanic's over over the other side. Do you not? I mean, look, take this is the is, globe. For those is, of you watching live. I was going to uh, ask uh, you, can you show me Here's in the, the globe.
1: globe where the Challenger Deep yeah. is?
0: Here's the globe. Titanic is over here. What ocean? And, and uh, it's over here on this side of the globe. And then uh, but you gotta, the hold Challenger but Deep you is over here. Me, My gosh, man.
1: Where's America? Because I need to like. I need, mean, like, those maps when you go to the mall that say you are here. Yes. And then you – okay, so show me where are we.
0: Okay, right here.
1: You're not even pointing. And, and I mean, if you travel
0: here. all the way over here, then that's where, that? that's where the Challenger Deep is. Oh, but Challenger. you have to go back and go back across. and to then see you, well, or you can keep going the same direction and take the long way and get back to where Titanic is. Well, not
1: really is. because if you keep going that way, you're just going to fall off the earth. Like, uh, how many times do we need to have this conversation that the earth is flat? So if you Mm -hmm, keep going that way, you're just going to fall off into the abyss of nothing.
0: You know, this weekend, there was a thing on my Facebook page that had, uh, you know, talked about the possibility of winning this uh, uh, RV, this 2020 Newmar King Air. And I knew that you know, I shared it cause it was funny and there's, you know, it's, it's probably, it's a, probably not even a real thing to begin with, but even if it, if it was, there's no chance that, you know, I'm winning this thing, but you, you shared and liked and whatever, you know, they're saying you could win it. But it got me thinking about, uh, it might be time to get an RV and do what? maybe time to get an RV. They are going through the roof. And then I read a story. I find a story that talks about uh, the RV company, uh, Thor Industries, to be specific. They make Airstream and other brands. They uh, reported they were still profitable, generated positive net cash from operations throughout the whole thing, throughout the whole lockdown, throughout the whole pandemic going on. And they're saying that, uh, you know, the CEO was talking about that uh, with the work at home Evolution, a lot of people are just, you know, home as an RV. They can work wherever they're at in their RV. And I thought, well, okay, well, how much are you going to spend on one of those bad boys? Because I've seen... $80,000. I've, R- I've been to the RV show a couple of times. Uh, and you still at- don't have an RV? That's weird. So
1: they must be really expensive.
0: Well, if the you've ones been to- that I like uh-huh. are... You
1: know, oh, a because of course, because you're you're asking for the for the um, the bougie RV outdoor living that comes with the robot, everything <laughs> autopilot. The visor tells you what target to destroy. Right, you got so a you gunner have, in you the back. The,
0: you can, there's the travel trailer, which I you know I mean I grew up with one of those things. Uh, the expandable trailer too. I grew up with those. You know, a lot of my family members had those. Where you go, you know you. Pull up and you crank it up and it tops up. It's a little camper. You pull it behind you as a little trailer. Then you have the the fifth wheel, right? That, then you gotta have then you gotta have a truck to pull it.
1: Yeah, and that's and the one couple, that you stayed when you
0: went. Yes, when, when and I've stayed in the before. Yeah. I've I've had some family members have a fifth wheel that love the the fifth wheels. Um, you know, the one that I stayed in uh, uh, at your at your wedding a little small, but you know we were a little cramped, but okay. Oh my god. Uh, they, <laughs> And you have the travel tra- trailer, which, uh, you know, I mean, you pull behind you, you park, and you're gone. You still need something to pull it, though, with, right? You still yeah. got to have a thing. But then you have the motor coaches and the motor home.
1: And those are the ones that come with the vehicle.
0: Yeah, that is the
1: vehicle. Yeah, they drive them. That is the vehicle. Some,
0: some of the motor coaches are more, you know, look like a truck. And, and I've had the and I've, I've seen, I uh, had an uncle that had a camper, you know, in the bed, that you put in the back of a pickup truck. He lived out of that for months on end. I mean, and that's how he lived.
1: What do you qualify the politician one? What is that?
0: That's like a motor coach, motor okay. home. Okay. Motor home. Yeah, motor home. So, and I was, I was thinking, well, how much do those bad boys cost? Really? I mean, seriously.
1: $100,000. How much? 100000 How much? $100,000.
0: Like, no, I heard you the first time. I know I know you did so I, so I go to a, I go to a, a, a listing a, a, a RVuniverse.com listings to see what you know what people are getting for them putting them up for sale seeing what they want for so is them. this like the Craigslist of RVs it's striking the difference in prices and I'm kind of confused it must be the amenities right because there's a there's one for sale. That is a diesel class A motor home, okay, and they want a million five. All right, they want a million five for it. But the next one down below is a 2014 motor coach, which is similar to a motor home, but you know not. I, there's got to be the amenities, and it, they it looks nice. Right? it's a it's a got it's only got. Fifty-nine thousand miles on it. It's got two slides, sleeps eight. Says it's been kept in the garage, driven to church back and forth by grandma for the last twenty years. No, it doesn't say that. But they only want. I was going to
1: say that. That's pretty specific. Yeah. They only want eighty-four thousand,
0: eighty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars, eighty-five grand for it. Take it. I know. It's gotta be like I must not be able to get Wi Fi in it or something.
1: Right? Oh, for eighty five thousand. I'm looking at the one you're talking about and I'm in. Do you want to split?
0: it? no. No, that's the thing though. See, if you when you go to those R V shows, if you go into the one that they want a million five for and then you go into the one that they want eighty five thousand for, you feel like, Well, I'm just living in a dump. <laughs> I don't even know why I've walked into this vehicle. <laughs> and you can get some like the next one down is 850,000. Okay, that's not bad. That is bad. No, that's not bad. I mean for Fisher, w- for
1: Fisher. That's not bad. At the end of the day, this is a vehicle. I know. That is 45 foot long. And how right. big is your house that you live right now? 41?:
0: Most of them are 41 or yeah. 45: How big is your house right now? Uh, you know, one-bedroom ranch.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, you got to put it in perspective. Like, out of all these, I'm taking that bad boy up there.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying. The
1: $84,000, I'll take it.
0: I know. I feel like that's the one to get, right? You got yes. It's in New Mexico. Which is right it's there. It's in Albuquerque, so they've probably been cooking meth in it.
1: Even better. Just okay, do not yeah. remove the panels of the wall until you leave right. New Mexico.
0: Thank you. All right, let's view details. Well, we we got to see what the dump is. How about, okay, 84.9. nine. Let's see the other pictures of this. See, that's what I'm saying. It looks for eighty-five 000, and that it's Doesn't looks not like a, a deal.
1: And by the way, it says fifty-four thousand miles, and it's a 2014. That is not bad. I think this I is know. the one that Grandma is driving to church.
0: It's got a, two a week. slides. It's got the the canopy over the side for the. It's got the.
1: I want to see I the mean, inside. Oh, the inside is not bad. Look at that.
0: I know. I I got to tell you, for eighty five grand, that seems worth it.
1: Especially if we go half-seas. Hello? Especially if we go half-seas.
0: I, I got something wrong with your microphone. I don't know if you have to no, get that fixed. If
1: we go half-seas, <laughs> you only pay 42000 and then I pay 42000 and we just, you know, be like our...
0: It's, it's a timeshare motor timeshare coach. Timeshare motor coach, yeah, yes. Timeshare motor coach. going to be using it this weekend? No, come on. And by the way, why do we have
1: seatbelts on the couch?
0: Well, uh, you have to because it's the law. Nobody wears them, but you have okay. to. Okay. If you're driving, you have to have them on. That's
1: Fine. it. Fine. But is the state trooper looking?
0: If you get pulled over, you tell your kids to put the seatbelt on and you move on.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. So, washer I mean, and dryer. Not... Hey, it comes with a washer and dryer. Now, I know. He you, might you, you might be washing. You just got to
0: find a place to park once in a while and dump the... The goo. The goo? The goo. By the way, it you know, you wash it. This
1: washer and dryer looks like it takes like one shirt and one pair of underwear at a time.
0: No, you can actually, that's actually, you know, maybe a, uh, maybe like three pairs of pants and three shirts or something. Ooh, it I've has washed an, in hotels like it that before. has an outside it's, TV. The dryer takes a lot. The dryer is what takes a lot of power. So you got to be willing to hang your clothes up outside when you're stopped.
1: There has to be a catch with this. I know. It says it sleeps eight. Left hand. I drive. feel like it's
0: just a. It's just a. It's a dumbed down model. It's got to be the amenities. Got to be. Because it, it 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 does look new. It looks like grandma drove it back and forth to church. Now, did you click
1: on the one point five million dollar one and see what, what it has inside?
0: Well, I already. I mean, I've been in these bad boys. I love them. And I, and that's the that's the amenities, right? Look at that. I mean, it's just beautiful. And I feel like a million and a half. You know, you wait a couple of years, you get it for eight hundred thousand. <laughs> oh, because the million and powerful. a half is more of a bus, right? That's a motor home, right? The one we're looking at for eighty-five thousand is a motor coach. Yeah, that's
1: the American one. That's the one that the average American has once they yes.
0: hit like fifty. Yeah, the 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 Nashville. Well, they call it a coach. That's no way. That's a coach, though. I'm sorry, it's a bus. Ooh, beautiful though.
1: It has a safe. I like that.
0: It's beautiful. You're right. It's got one, two, maybe three slides. Two on one side. Oh, and that the other. shower
1: has buttons. Oh. Four slides.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, four slides all automatic. Yeah, you probably in the in the eighty five thousand you probably gotta crank it up. Crank. <laughs> not a button. Yeah. It's not a it's not a power. Look at this. You got the bar inside. The bar looks awesome. It sure does it looks really nice so i mean it's the amenities right that's exactly what it is a million five for the amenities and everything's power and you know easy access with the motor coach for 85000 you're cranking the slides open yourself and it's just it's hard work and i mean at, like you get the 85000 one and then you realize what am i doing and by you the way
1: if you can't afford that one you just go for the 1995 Prevost XL Country Coach there's only been driven twenty
0: one thousand miles, right? Nineteen ninety five. but see, they last forever. That's the thing, right? If if you can get one for uh one of the ones that are you know been really big for, you know, like this. Here's one a little bit farther down a two thousand seventeen for two hundred and nine thousand.
1: Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah.
0: I mean, what what's what's wrong with this one? Hold on, sleep, saying Eventually, going will the rear. It's the Fate class, has a lot to offer, stock number. Oh, it's only thirty eight feet though, short. <laughs> I mean
1: And you missed. gotta go to Cleveland, Texas to go get it.
0: I think it's right here. Yeah, look how short that is. My god, you'd be cramped in that
1: thing. Wait. What? Look at that. You'll be cramping no matter It'll what. You'll be cramping. It's not a 45-footer. Look the other at the one's inside a The other one's a 45, and this was a what? Yeah,
0: 38. You can't 38. even move in it. Look at that thing. <laughs> it's a dump. So I want to thank Sam's Club for finally, finally coming on board and doing something. They sent me an email yesterday, and this is just an example of where we are at in America today. Um, to our Sam's Club family, uh, it was with a heavy heart yesterday that they with the death of george floyd and many others uh his death has come to represent an ongoing turmoil in the communities that uh, sam served so um as a company they stand for kindness empathy and respect for the individual and they believe that racism is simply unacceptable and they know there's no easy answer to systemic racial inequality but we also know that we must act and be a part of the solution so they committed uh On Friday, with their parent company, Walmart, and the Walmart Foundation, a five-year investment of $100 million, create a new center for racial equity in America. And those efforts are going to be focused on the key systems of racial disparity, finance, healthcare, education, and criminal justice. And we know, I mean, they know that it's just the beginning. Now the hard work begins. So let's move forward together. Kathy McLeigh, chief executive officer from Sam's Club. And boy, Kathy, you said a mouthful there. I appreciate you guys letting me know what uh, what you guys are up to. I mean, they're not alone. And we're all getting emails from every company around America that's donating money. And we can give you a list. I can go down the list. i've got links saved with the list of all these companies, but everyone is giving money because now is the time. I mean we are in a we are in a really strange place, not only as we talked about uh, even yesterday, not only here in the u s but around the world. It is really strange now. They make points of telling me that Africa, more than 100 prominent African writers, have signed a statement condemning the acts of violence on black people in the United States and demanding justice for any and all racial killings. And small protest, protests bring up in Nairobi and Cape Town. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, my reply to that is, so? Uh, it means nothing to you. Okay. But I guess it does. I guess it does. So I, I'm with you. I mean, we've had the protests. We talked yesterday. London, Berlin, Paris, Madrid, Budapest. Okay. Asia. Uh, in Tokyo, uh, they're protesting. Australia, they're protesting. In the Middle East, we want to breathe too, is spreading on social media in Iraq. Stop it. Come on now. Come on. Really? Come on. They're still beheading people in the Middle East? And they're gonna they're gonna tell us come on now. No, no, I, I won't I won't I won't have it. Well, I mean they can do it. Good for them. But it shouldn't have anything to do with any of our policies at all. And I'll tell you a couple things that they're taking down that are just incredible to me, which means that we don't know our history, which is I, I I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but so today I see where they're taking down a slave auction block in a, you know, so in Fredericksburg, Virginia, they've had a slave auction block there, an 800 pound slave auction block that's been there for, you know, forever. And it's there as a reminder, but they're taking it down. They're getting out of there. We don't want to be reminded of where African-Americans were once displayed and sold as slaves. Pretty sure some white people were displayed there too, but that's, I know, don't, don't I won't bog you down with any of the facts. So one of the, one of the, one of the chief historians talked about, yeah, there was, a, you know, I, I saw people protesting around it and they've painted it and put Black Lives Matter on it. And I just thought, you know what? Something has to be done because it just needs to be removed from the local park. Are you kidding me? So, I mean, we just, history is gone. Have a nice day. Forget about it. That's that's, that's just gone. All right. If that's what you want, good for you. Just remember, history will still repeat itself, even if you don't know that it was there. (laughs) Know what I'm saying? Sure, we have students at uh, the University of Missouri, Mizzou, M-I-Z, my school of choice since my son went there, asking or demanding removal of a Thomas Jefferson statue. Sure, sure, we have a Harvard professor uh, that's offering details on his proposed homeschool ban. Sure, we have other professors uh, talking about uh, the reasoning behind the death of George Floyd as white Christian nationalism. Sure, sure, we have all that. Sure, we have IBM getting out of the facial recognition business and called on Congress to address systemic racism in the United States of America. Sure, we have all that. But I just want you to know that when Prince Harry, and I know he's still a prince even though he has renounced the throne, when he goes back to London, back to Windsor, within the next, when did, when did I say he'd be out of there? End of next year, right?
1: Mid next year.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, wife, the wife and him will be out. We're already seeing stories about how he is leaning on his brother. He and William are talking. William, according to these stories, has been advised, bro, why don't you just come home? Uh, if you're bummed, you're having a hard time adjusting in LA, you've been living, he's been living, uh, he saw life through his rose-colored glasses. Those are called uh, the glasses that Megan was wearing. Uh, He saw life through her glasses. And now he's... he's, So many obstacles are hard. So I guarantee you, guarantee you, he is back home. Just drop something. Hold on. Where'd it go? Darn it. Uh Uh-oh. Ooh. So if you drop something on the ground... And then you bend down to pick something up, that something up, and you find a screw that appears to maybe have come from the chair you're sitting in. Is it possible that that chair could break at any time? So if you hear a crash, it's just perhaps the chair has a weight limit that I'm not aware of. (laughs) So anyway, I'm just telling you, I was fascinated by this story. So. The queen, I guess, has reached out and said, Hey, Harry, if you're feeling bad, I'm telling you, he is going back home, man. He realized how good life it was uh, as a prince and not as Harry down the street in L.A. with Meghan.
1: (laughs) That
0: is happening soon. As long as we're talking. Talking about the royals a little bit, uh, I know that we've had uh, we've had uh, Prince Andrew. All his duties are done, right? He's no more. I mean, he might as well say he's not even a royal anymore, because he doesn't have any any jobs anymore. He's done representing, and now he's got. He's still, they're still after him for Jeffrey Epstein. He claims he's tried to help him out. They claim he hasn't. They want to question him. He says he's he's uh, he said that uh, I want. I've been after you guys to talk to me forever. You don't need to formally request to talk to me. I've been trying to help you out with the thing. Okay. All right. Good deal. How's that coming for you? All right. So I'm just telling you, uh, the Royals are still in an upheaval and they need Harry back. So if William is whispering, you know, the Windsor whisperer, uh, the real Windsor whisperer, William into Harry's ear, Megan is not going to be able to compete with the bro. She's done so, so far. She had him all wrapped up into that Megan wrap, but it is going away. I'm sticking to my, my prediction. I'm sticking to it by, by, uh, mid to late next year. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Now he may, he may bring Megan back. Maybe I doubt it though, but he leaves with the kid and that'd be a tough one too. just take the kid and go back to Windsor. Good luck, Megan, getting that kid out of there. <laughs> That'd be fun to watch. All right, let's go to the break room. I need to drink a Coke. I'll tell you that. Oh, so good. Uh, remember, you can uh, email us, chewingthefat at com If you uh, would like more information or have a comment uh, about the show or just want to participate in whatever for a little email sending scheme you have, you can email us at chewing the fat Be sure to subscribe too. if you're listening to this podcast and you are not a subscriber to chewing the fat, uh, it's time to stop being a freeloader. Okay. It's time for you to be a subscribing freeloader because right now the podcast is free. So you can become a subscriber freeloader, but if you're just a freeloader, that's not good. You, you don't want that. You don't want that on your, on your headstone. You don't want your headstone to say that you were just a freeloader. You want your headstone to read, here lies a subscriber freeloader. That's what you want. Now is more time than ever to become a Blaze Television Network subscriber. I'll tell you that. Subscribing to this podcast, Chewing the Fat Podcast, is free. I'm part of the Blaze Podcast Network. Which is uh, you know great, but what helps pay for that is subscriptions to Blaze TV. So if you go to blazeTV.com slash Jeffy, you can uh, see get the deal uh, that's on right now, it's ten dollars off for a year's subscription. Uh, you can get, I believe, a 30-day free trial. And just go to blaze.com or no, just go to blaze slash Jeffy. If you want the deal. The $10 off just use the promo code Jeffy when you go to sign up but now is now is the time look around what's happening around uh, the planet in particular in your own backyard it is incredible what's going on and voices are being silenced daily Uh, you know I mean we you you tweet something and it's taken the wrong way your job's over Uh, your wife posts something on her Facebook page, but your boss sees it, takes it the wrong way, you're gone.
1: Wait, are you talking uh, about uh Chris Cuomo naked in the background as his wife doing yoga in the living room?
0: Yeah, I mean you can uh, I mean that that's that's good news. That's a good news piece.
1: Oh, okay. That's oh, I thought you were talking piece. about the uh the CW TV star that got fired because of his racist
0: tweets. Did you see that ah. one? Ah, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about you. it. Because that's where we're at. By the way, We're so inclusive. We're so inclusive that we want to come together and, and, and have a conversation. But if you say something that I don't like, I want you gone. Well, here's you, the thing. Just shut up.
1: Here's a tweet from Hartley Sawyer. The Are we going to have to dump
0: anything? Or I mean, is it, No. Can you, can you say the words? I could say I mean, every, every I
1: word. Say <laughs> I could say every word.
0: Are you sure? I'm well let's you be the judge
1: then. You be the judge. All right. All right. February third, two thousand and thirteen at four oh three PM
0: (laughs) with four retweets. What were you doing? What were you doing that day at four PM? Two thousand thirteen. Four PM. February third. I was probably I was probably on a train. Headed back to Pennsylvania out of New York City, but go ahead. Okay. Super Bowl. Uh, or I was waiting at, Or I was waiting at, uh, I could have been waiting at the train station because you wanted to catch the, the 415 Express. So okay. I could have been waiting for the train to come in. <laughs> Super
1: Bowl. America. 80% of the prison population is African American.
0: That's it. That's it. Super Bowl.
1: America.
0: America,
1: 80% of the prison population is African-American.
0: You know, it seems a little disjointed tweet. Was it re- was he replying to something? Nope.
1: This is a fresh tweet. This is what he was thinking at 403 on February 3rd, 2013. Super Bowl
0: America, Echo phone. 80% of Africa, 80% in prison is African-American. Wow.
1: So he's being accused of racism and sexism and misogynistic this one <laughs> what yes this tweet says he tweeted this on
0: oh you're going to have to read another one
1: another one and this is it this that, is it
0: the first one was terrific
1: this is the I mean, last I, one
0: i hate even saying super bowl america 80% of what well, i gonna say 80% of, of prisoners prison are african american of or? prison
1: population
0: prison population 80% of the prison population is, is african american yes is that right? Yes. Is that what he said? That's what he said. Okay.
1: Now, wow. this is one. I've Fisher, not seen this. I
0: mean, I saw the headline. I didn't read the story. Okay.
1: And I want you to go back to July 2nd, 2012 at one fifty-six p.m. Where wow. were
0: you? Okay. July 2nd, 1.56 p.m. Where were you? 2012. Wow. 2012. That's another okay. lifetime ago.
1: This is what he said. And this is from Hartley Sawyer, the now ex- Actor from season seven of Flash. <laughs> date rape myself so I don't have to masturbate.
0: <laughs> but you would have to if you date raped yourself, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you get there from there? How do you get to the the hatefulness from there? Now, so
1: you, can, Super can you, Bowl you,
0: America, eighty percent of the prison population is African American. Uh, okay, I mean, I guess you're trying to say that. I mean, February third—that's Super Bowl time, or right? I don't know what if February was third, fourth, or fifth, or whenever the Super Bowl was, but I'm sure that's Super Bowl. You know, yeah, Super Bowl is in time. the
1: area. Super Bowl is in the atmosphere. It, yeah,
0: yeah, no question. So you're, the Super Bowl is America, and yet 80% of the prison population is African-American. I, I don't think I, these I,
1: tweets were supposed to be super analyzed like you're doing it. It's Twitter. Oh, it's just okay. something that you say off the cuff. And before we go to break, I just want to leave you with this from Fisher. Maybe you can break the code on this one. It's much easier than the last two. And I say this, and I'm sorry, no, not me, Hartley Sawyer from... The Flash says,
0: <laughs> "How many episodes of The Flash was Hartley or in?"
1: He was. He started on season four, and oh, he was, so he
0: built some episodes yeah, out of it. Yeah, so okay, and he, was he was supposed to be a good, character. So I mean, no, my three. wife. My wife three. and son are big flash watchers, so they would know who this guy is. Yes, yes, this okay. is, yes, this is. Somebody- and I may even know who he is if I sat, because I'm forced to watch some of those episodes yes. from time to time. So, okay, all right. Okay. Because and- I'm I'm, I, I want to know who he is, but not bad enough to look him up right now.
1: Okay, that's fine. And uh, before we go to break this one, and you need to crack this as quick as you can, Fisher. The saddest okay. part about someone committing suicide is that they will never listen to David Bowie again.
0: Wow. Making fun of people killing themselves. <laughs> I mean, and so he got fired for those three tweets.
1: No, there's more tweets. I'll read those to you um, off air.
0: Oh, those are
1: the ones that I can read without bleeping. So oh. if we go, maybe on- we
0: wait. Maybe we wait to the podcast s- section. Okay, uh, you know the actual uh, podcast of chewing the fat because I want to tell you. We have some audio from a meeting in Chicago where Mayor Mayor Lori Lightfoot and the uh, the city council members and the aldermen, there's 50 of them in Chicago, 50 aldermen in Chicago, and they're having this meeting, uh, you know, over Zoom. They're all there. They're all together. And it is very contentious. And I will say that there is some big guy language in it. So if you're listening and you're using the overhead speakers in the living room because you're making dinner, you might want to put your headphones on if you are, you know, if you don't want your kids to hear this kind of language. But it is awesome.
1: By the way, so, before you know what you know what, I, I feel like we could do one more tweet so that okay. so people can come back for the podcast. Get
0: an idea. Okay. Get an
1: idea. You know, and Harley Sawyer tweets this: the only thing stopping me. From doing mildly racist tweets is the knowledge that Al Sharpton will never stop complaining about me.
0: I mean, hello. That, I mean, I can't say that it's true because then I'll be agreeing with him. And I don't want to agree with that hateful tweet. But
1: And Fisher, I feel like if people listen to you, let's say in the old days, they may have tweeted this other tweet. And again, this is from Hartley Sawyer tweeting if i Do had know a- when this was no not this one okay if i had a wife i would beat the hell out of her tonight <laughs> lol
0: <laughs> and he even lol would it.
1: he lol it right at the end he said lol
0: right it's a joke oh my gosh and that, that's absolutely uh something that may have and probably was said from me Oh, absolutely. I
1: know. Because when I read it, I was like, wait, is that Jeffy or Harley Sawyer? (laughs) Oh, no. I'm I'm looking at Harley Sawyer's tweet. Yeah. I thought it was you that said that.
0: That's absolutely the joke. And he's not even saying he would do it. He's saying, if.
1: And then, by the way, this was the good old days where Twitter was supposed to be where you get that one thought. And instead of actually beating the hell out of your wife. It wasn't
0: just Twitter. I mean there were that we uh, we were on the radio using jokes like that. Yes. Come on.
1: That again, back in the day, I want to say I don't know 2014, 2012, 2013 and, and because we were
0: probably that's probably I don't know about then, but Well, most for of these sure, tweets, most of for these For sure. For sure, and I don't want to say that I was on the radio in the 90s or the 80s or the 2000s. Oh, well, definitely.
1: Well, yes, definitely back in the 80s, 90s. But in 70s. the
0: 90s and early 2000s, absolutely. Yes, of 100%. course. 100%. And
1: that was what social media was supposed to be—a place where you're supposed to have fun. Yeah. You don't take yourself seriously because, okay, fine. I'll, I'll read one from uh, September 11, 2014, at 5:32 in the morning,
0: from Hartley. So whoa, whoa, whoa what's the date? September 11. September 11. Oh, see, I want my bad, bad day. What's the year?
1: 2014.
0: Yeah, so we're already we're you know, we're it's still a you know a remembrance day, but go ahead.
1: But it was at five thirty-two in the morning.
0: It's still below. Okay. Remembrance day okay. has already started.
1: Okay. Out at a dinner and just expose myself as a racist
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's admitting it.
1: I don't understand and uh, so wow. we have one, two, three, four We have four tweets for the podcast that you do not want to miss.
0: Okay, good. Because if they're as hateful as these are, you could well understand how... What's his name again?
1: Hartley Sawyer.
0: Yeah, you could well understand why he's not going to work in Hollywood ever again. So, three big... Coronavirus stories today That are Incredible to me uh, uh, The first one Is that uh, the news From who Tells us that A symptomatic Coronavirus carriers Rarely spread it What are you freaking Kidding me a tomorrow It will come out that oh no that That was wrong because we just don't know Because we shut down an economy. We shut down global economy because of the coronavirus and COVID-19 and social distancing had to happen and everyone has to wear masks. Oh, no, no. You know what? Everyone doesn't have to wear masks now. And now they're telling us that the asymptomatic coronavirus carriers rarely spread it. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Then we have the, the... joy of love and togetherness in new zealand after new zealand says they have declared their country is free of coronavirus they are saying that we are going to return to pre pandemic normality normally normal normality yeah normality yeah normality so congratulations to new zealand they are free i mean it's almost like they are China. I mean they're just free. I know China still is showing, you know, a couple of cases, new cases a day, but New Zealand is completely free. They say they've eliminated it. They the public and private events, retail, hospitality industries, all the public transport, everything is going to be back up and running. We're done. We 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 killed coronavirus. Good for them. Congratulations. Congratulations New Zealand. I hope it's true, but if it's true uh, when We get to say it pretty soon, too. We get to say it pretty soon. Well, you can only say it if it's true, Jeff. No, I know. I know. And the other story that is just incredible to me is and we talked about this on this very show, that how I felt with some of the other stories that we were hearing, that the coronavirus was way earlier than the beginning of 2020 because people were sick at the end of 2019, That they didn't know what they had, so they and they didn't weren't advised about COVID 19 and coronavirus, so they were calling it the flu, only the flu medication wasn't working at all. So people just wrote it out and took medications that never seemed to really help and got better. Well, now we're finding out that, uh, We see with uh, using techniques similar to those employed by intelligence agencies, a research team behind a new study analyzed commercial satellite imagery and observed a dramatic increase in hospital traffic outside five major Wuhan hospitals beginning in the late summer and early fall of 2019, which would have meant that it would have then gotten here in the beginning of uh, the end of summer and beginning of fall as well with the way we had international travel. It's incredible to me how it was not understood from the very beginning. And we are still being told we have to wear masks. (sighs) Stick around for the podcast. There is some great audio coming up from Chicago that is uh, I just said it was great. So that's what it is. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Thanks for being a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. I really appreciate
1: it. Uh, sorry to interrupt you over there, Fisher, at the studios, but we have breaking uh, no, news. Kidding. Um, we have breaking news. I didn't mean to uh, you startle you or scare you. It you know, you just finished. You just finished the radio show with that story from the Who, uh, saying does. that asymptomatic people, and that was on Monday. You know, that was a, a story that came out yesterday on Monday.
0: Correct.
1: As of today, the Who has walked back what they said on Monday, saying now that. The very rare, quote, may account for 40% of the COVID-19 transmissions. So now, piss me off. So, so now much. the WHO is saying that asymptomatic people spread may account for the 40% of COVID-19 transmission. These people piss and, me off. They
0: have no idea what they're freaking talking about. You know what? And I'm glad that Trump cut them off. The hell with them. I <sighs>
1: um, and this is the quote from Dr. Maria van Kerhove.
0: I love which, Dr. Maria, Maria
1: van Kerhove. Yeah, 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 she's the head of whose emerging diseases and zoonoses. I know what she's oh, the head okay. of. She says, <laughs> We don't actually have an answer yet. Ah, there are some estimates that suggest that anywhere between six of six percent of the population and 41 percent of the population may be infected but not have symptoms so at this point the estimate is around 16 percent the majority of the transmission is from people who have symptoms and are spreading it through infectious droplets Right. but there are a subset of people who don't develop symptoms to truly understand how many people don't have symptoms we don't and actually right. have we don't that yeah. answer yet so yeah. look at you Jeffy it was a matter of seconds of you saying that one story and then now on Tuesday who is saying <laughs> forget about <laughs> it we're not gonna just just back to you at the studios over there back to you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. As as you well know, when news happens, CTF records. And that is a perfect example of our actual motto coming to fruition. So thank you, Chris, for breaking in on that, I think. Uh, anyway, I, I was in the middle of just thanking people for being subscribers to uh, Chewing the Fat because well, I have some audio now from Chicago that is just, well, I, I had fun listening to it. Now I'm going to I want to I want to give you a heads up. I know that some of you come from a different place than I do, and you know you don't want your kids to hear bad stuff. And I get it, and it's up to you. This is still America, after all, and you can believe what you want to believe, and we can still get along. It's an amazing thing, this American concept. But uh, they, they're having a meeting with uh, the aldermen in Chicago, which there are fifty. Uh, I would think that there would be less aldermen than that in Chicago, but there are 50. And uh, this alderman uh, is an alderman from the 15th Ward in Chicago. And he is a little upset with Mayor Lightfoot. And they are having a question and answer, a little get-together. And apparently, Alderman Raymond Lopez uh, has been a critic of Mayor Lightfoot. As uh, which is a surprise because she's just a, oh she's just a doll, a, and just by a, the way a doll. that's she's the a doll. word I was and for, just for a those doll.
1: people at home that do not know who this mayor Lightfoot is, this is the mayor that said that she has to get a haircut because she cares about her hygiene,
0: and that was when everyone else couldn't. couldn't. By the way, yes, uh, including everyone in her in District. her town of Chicago. Yes, this is the same mayor that said we were going to throw you in jail. We will find you and arrest you if you break our going-out-of-your-house laws because of the coronavirus lockdowns. Uh, The same mayor who has, you know, I would say, look the other way toward the protesters in her fine town of Chicago. Now, people are starting to get a little concerned over these protesters and they should be concerned yes they should yes they should And we are darn close to some stuff happening that i don't want to happen and it looks like it's going to happen and we'll talk about that after we hear the little gathering in chicago of the the councilman and the mayor and the aldermen And they're all asking questions and getting them answered. And Well, it was Alderman Raymond Lopez's turn to ask his question of the mayor.
2: an hour, and we can't expect our police, and I don't fault them at all, to be able to control this. But I know that we asked our faith base yesterday to stand at the front line between police and looters and rioters. And I'm simply not comfortable telling my churches those people to be the intermediary in the middle of a riot that's citywide. We need something better because right now we only have 370, whatever national guards on standby, half our neighborhoods are already obliterated. It's too late. We have to come up with a better plan because once my fear is once they're done looting and rioting and whatever's going to happen tonight, God help us. What happens when they start going after residents going into the neighborhoods once they start trying to break down people's doors. where so they think they got something or, you know, we know that people are here to antagonize and incite and you've got them all pumped tonight, today. They're not going to go to bed at eight o'clock. They're going to turn their focus in the neighborhoods. I've got gangbangers with AK 47s walking around right now, just waiting to settle some scores. What are we gonna do, and what do we tell our residents, other than good faith people stand up? It's not gonna be enough. Thank you, Auderman. Next question. Well, no, I want an answer. I, I, yeah, you commented on everybody. I want an answer. It's not something you ignore. This is a Autumn, question that I have. I think you're 100. I think you're 100 full of shit, is what I think. If you think well, we no want no offense, to say, well, fuck you then. Who are you, you to tell we me I'm full ready? of shit? And if you think, if you think Everything. we were not ready and we stood by and let the neighborhood go up, there's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Well, maybe you should come out and see what's going on. the stupidest thing I have ever heard. I understand you want to preach. I understand. You think that you Mayor, you need to check him? your fucking attitude. That's what you need to do right now. No, you need to check your attitude. Wait a minute, I'm being disrespectful. You just told me I'm full of shit. Okay.
0: So, and the other alderman on the call, and uh, you know uh, the other people on the call are trying to calm him down, saying uh, you know calm down, and he's out of order and the mayor was actually like, like he said she was the one who started it uh calling him full of crap uh that is incredible
1: and i'm That's sorry
0: incredible he is
1: not out of order he no he is, is not, not out he's of order. concerned
0: about his neighborhood because, that he represents
1: because if let's say people are saying that the christians needs to be the mediators which i believe that is true we need some good people there to calm both sides. I agree with him, but how can he, in a clear way of thinking without any s- repercussions, send Christian people to be mediators, knowing that they could get shot by either side? Right. They could get hurt by either side. So and how- they
0: certainly and, and the mayor uh, is saying that if you think that uh, her comment was, if you think that we aren't prepared or something for that. Well, it's certainly you certainly haven't sh- shown uh up to now about being prepared to help uh to stop businesses from being destroyed and yeah. buildings to be destroyed and livelihoods to be destroyed. You certainly haven't been prepared for, for that. Yeah.
1: And the alderman is correct. Once you s- once there's nothing else to loot downtown, they're yep, going to start going you. to You're the surrounding right are. areas, and once they're done with that area, they're going go to the other areas, and it's just like a fish. it's You know, me and you, Jeffrey, we love movies, we love TVs, but we've always prepared for a zombie, an alien invasion, a <laughs> nuclear warfare. I don't think when we were said that we have to get prepared for nuclear warfare or zombies, I think we meant to say this.
0: no no kidding look we're we're coming to a a point now we have people uh uh and some cities are following through with the you know disbanding of the police departments and i get it that you know they're they the overall perspective of that is well we're going to get rid of the police department that we have as is now there's still going to be some kind of law and order. Well, that may be what you're thinking, but that's not what they're asking for. And by their, I mean the protesters, the rioters. That's what. That's not what they're asking for. They're asking for no more police. Yes. Period. Or they're guns. Not, they're not asking for, can we uh, tear down the police department the way it is and then rebuild it up better? They're not asking for that. They're not asking for what you're thinking of. There is in using Minneapolis as an example when the mayor, who says he's not for dismantling the police department because he knows that he wa- we need some sort of law and order, he gets booed out of the out of the the, rally. Out of the streets. Yeah, he's told to move on and get the f out of there, get out of here. And now you have aldermen asking a mayor of a major city in this in this country, the Chicago, city,
1: Jeffy, the city that kills people by the tens every ah,
0: weekend. Don't even worry about, about that. I mean, nobody cares. Nobody cares. That that crime doesn't even count. Like it doesn't even exist. That's just that's just everyday everyday street crime. And those are the people, as the alderman said, that are on the streets already. Yes. Waiting to settle scores because yes. they already know, Mayor Lightfoot, that you are not prepared and will not do anything. So when they have the opportunity, they will take care of business. And by that I mean they will take the things, then they will be justified in taking those things by it should have been theirs to begin with, or it's uh, it doesn't matter because it's we're protesting we're protesting and we want to start again, and good people are going to get hurt and good people are going to lose their belongings <laughs> yes uh, yes Yeah, I mean, and we're at a place now where I believe, I don't know how long, but when you, we're going to, we're, we're close to having areas in this country that will be no-go zones. Uh, sure, you're free to move around the country and go wherever you want. Sure you are, you know, if, if we say it's okay. But uh, there's going to be cities, and I don't know, we'll just pick a city out of the hat. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Where if you want to go into a three or four mile radius of Minneapolis, you will have to be uh, guarded by the by the warlords. And you'll have to be, have the go-ahead of the warlords. That's right. It'll be Afghanistan. It'll be Afghanistan. You, the warlords will be in charge. And that'll be the way it is.
1: And, and it's sad. Little, and it's that, sad. That's
0: the way it is. If you, if you live there, they protect you. Those will be your protectors.
1: And it's sad to say this but in order in order to learn it has to happen in order to learn that it was a bad idea it's had to happen because I've had this conversation with my wife you know where we're at the dinner table saying you know look at all these people you know like for example you have the the New York Times headline that says Garcetti's proposal to defund the police and now they're demanding that Governor Newsom um, gives a quote. Because he has right. kept his mouth completely quiet.
0: Because they know. Look, these people are, are radical. And, and and most of them, not all of them, most of them know that there has to be some kind of law and order around the mayhem. But when you try to make that happen, you lose control of the mayhem, which we're finding, which they're seeing Come to fruition, which is why the ones that know it, as uh, we're seeing with Lori Lightfoot and uh, Diggleberry in New York City, uh, they just keep pushing the buttons. They just keep pushing the buttons. I mean, if I was a police officer in New York, I don't know that I would remain a police officer in New York. I mean, the if you, you know, I guess the argument would be if I was a police officer. And I was close to getting my, you know, twenty years before I could retire with a pension which might not be there to begin with. Kind of, you know what they've been doing with the pensions and all but anyway, uh, I you know, it I I can see the thought of uh, it just doesn't matter. I I can't be I can't be a police officer anymore. I can't do it. I mean I I I don't know how they do it. And I don't know how they they, they, they go on. And it's it's I'm, I'm getting too ugly in my own head, and I don't want to get ugly on chewing the fat, and I'm sorry. But we're close to it. I feel like we're close to it. And, I, and, and, and if, if Chris is right, where it has to happen for us to learn, then how many places around America, what hot spots become the, and by no-go zones, I mean you can go in there as long as the warlord says it's okay, and you have protection from the warlord uh with you but i mean if you decide to do something against what the warlord thinks you should have done have a nice day you're not coming out okay if that's what this that's the way you want to live it, it's not <sighs> thank you for listening to in the fat today i appreciate it okay We'll just leave it at that. And tomorrow, we'll try to get back to chewing the fat, but I can't promise you that. Well, I mean, we can promise you that there's going to be chewing the fat. We'll see what kind of fat it really turns into. <laughs>